Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of For the Love of Dharma. I'm your host, Heather Love. It's spring break where I live this week, so I'm doing my best to take some time off and spend it doing things that bring me joy. Whether your spring break is this week or another time, I hope that you will make it a priority to either get out and enjoy or stay in and relax. In today's episode, I talk about what is happening in your brain to keep you stuck and why it's not your fault. I'll give you some tips on how you can get unstuck and keep the momentum going once you've gotten started. Let's dive in. Imagine it's a year from now, March of 2023. Are you still doing all the same things in the same way? How does it make you feel? Does it make you feel excited and joyful? Or does your body contract like a boa constrictor does around its prey? I want you to know that being stuck is not your fault. The unwillingness to leave your comfort zone is totally normal, and there is nothing wrong with you. If habits were easy to change, they wouldn't be called habits. This is where I'm going to get just a little nerdy on you. So stick with me, and I will try to explain this as simply as I can. There is so much information out there on how the brain works, and I am completely fascinated by neuroscience. Dr. Joe Dispenza is a phenomenal teacher on this subject, and I highly recommend all of his books. And he has a ton of videos online. Even just following him on social media will change the way you look at things. Atomic Habits by James Clear also touches on steps you can take to create new habits and rewire your brain for a different result. So if this is something that interests you, you should totally check them out. Habits are something that people try to change through their conscious mind. They expect things to change simply by telling themselves to think a different way. The reason this doesn't work is because habits are created in your subconscious mind, where a certain action creates a certain result. This action done over and over again will create what is called a neural pathway. Neural pathways then become a part of your subconscious mind. It becomes something you don't even think about and you just do. Think about when you learned how to drive a car. You learned how to check your mirrors, when to brake, and how to keep your car in the middle of the lane. You did these things over and over again, and you really had to concentrate on them. You had a thought and you had an action. But now you probably don't even remember driving to work. You got in your car and you just arrived where you were going. You don't remember putting the car into drive, using your turn signal, or pulling into the parking space. Your mind was on autopilot. 
Are you with me so far? So back to getting unstuck. You've made a decision with your conscious mind that you want to change something in your external environment. Take losing weight, for example. You know you have to get up early so you can go to the gym and you have to eat more of the things that are good for you and less of the things that aren't. This is where it gets tricky and where many people get frustrated and go back to their old ways. Since habits are created in your subconscious mind by doing something over and over, it makes it impossible to change something just by thinking about it. Your thoughts alone will not be enough to change your subconscious activity. Your thoughts alone will not be enough to change your subconscious activity. You have to create new habits and new neural pathways. And the only way to do that is by taking action, doing a new thing over and over and over again. But this can be a challenge because all of the while you are making an effort to do the new thing, your ego is trying to keep you safe by keeping you where you were which then just reinforces the old neural pathways. So not only are the old neural pathways working quote unquote against you, so is your ego. Everything in your mind and body is trying to keep you where you are. This is where I think willpower comes into play. You have to get over the hump of letting your ego talk you out of doing the new thing that will get you the desired result. It really is a mind game that can only change by taking action. I know this can sound hopeless, but I promise you it's not. I am telling you all of this so that you can begin to understand why things have maybe felt so hard up until now. The worst thing we can do is to judge ourselves for doing things the way we've always done them. We simply didn't know the way out. But I'm here to help you with five steps to get you unstuck in any area of your life. Number one. Have a plan for when things start to go sideways. If you're trying to lose weight, maybe that means having meals planned out before you go grocery shopping, or it could be always having a healthy snack in your bag for when someone brings donuts to a meeting. Have a friend meet you at the gym to hold you accountable to get that workout in. Set yourself up to be successful. Number two, make the actionable steps small enough so that you will actually do them. If the task at hand is such a small difference that you barely notice, you will be that much more likely to stick with it and add on to it in the near future. 
maybe you go from drinking no water a day to one bottle of water a day. And if you chug it, it goes really fast, I promise. (laughs) Maybe instead of getting no exercise, you start out with just a 10-minute walk each day. If you make the goal something unattainable from the beginning, your ego will make excuses about why you should keep things the same, even if you aren't happy. Your ego gives you the easy out. Number three, so how often do you need to do this new thing to make it a habit anyway? Research says that the new behavior combined with the new thoughts need to be done at least 67 times before those pathways are rewired. 67. So allow yourself some grace as you get into this new groove. It is not going to happen overnight. Number four, probably the most important part of this process is going through it without judgment. If you fall off the horse, dust yourself off and get back up. Absolutely nobody on this planet is perfect. Everyone takes more steps backwards than forward sometimes. It's okay. Acknowledge it and move on. If you use that as just another excuse to beat yourself up and to be mean to yourself, the rewiring process stops. I find it helpful when I'm trying to create a new habit to talk to myself as though I was a young child. I would never tell seven-year-old me that she was ugly or stupid. And really, we all want to be told we're doing a good job and to keep trying. This is no different. So be nice to yourself. And remember, you've spent your whole life doing things in a way that hasn't been supportive. It's just going to take some time. Number five, celebrate your wins. It's no surprise that if you do something perfectly nine times and you screw up once, that you're going to focus on that one time. But that can be detrimental to the changes you're trying to make. Remember those small steps we talked about earlier? Every time you check one of those babies off your list, and I mean every time, do something to celebrate. And I'm not talking about eating a whole pizza and a pint of ice cream. Make it something that will keep the momentum going in the right direction. Maybe it's buying a new pair of leggings you've been wanting or giving yourself a high five. Mel Robbins wrote a book on the importance of giving yourself a high five in the mirror, and I'm a big fan. And then rinse and repeat over and over and over until a new habit has been created and those neural pathways have been rewired. I stayed with the losing weight example here, but this can be applied to any part of your life that you feel stuck or you feel like you're Bill Murray in Groundhog Day. So what reality do you want to create? Are you committed to making small changes in your life that will have a significant impact? If your current habits are not supporting your mental health, it's time for a change. The only way to get unstuck is by taking action. No amount of overthinking will move you to the next level. It's the combination of thought and action 
over the process of at least 67 times that you will start to see results. I invite you to journal out anything that has come up for you while listening to this episode, and then DM me on Instagram to let me know what breakthroughs you've had. You're one decision away from a completely different life, but you get to stay committed to that decision for as long as it takes. Are you ready? I hope this was helpful. It's so important to allow ourselves grace when we are making changes. If you have any questions on any of this, please let me know. If you loved this episode, share it with a friend and consider leaving me a five-star rating or review wherever you listen to podcasts. Your support means everything. Thanks for being here. Have a magical day.